kept your mouth shut. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. You said only what you're supposed to say. You've hidden your feelings and kept them inside, and so have we. But now it's your time to stand up and shout. <laughs> say what you feel. Lay it all on the line. Who cares what anyone else thinks? It's time to read, to respond, to entice, to enrage, and get it all off your chest. It's time for mouthing off. That's right. Time for mouthing off all over the world with Fast Eddie Manfield and Patricia, Sunny the California Girl, Summerland. How's it going, guys? Doing great, Doing good. Man. How are you? Doing the well. Continental lovers in the house, big boy. And what a show we have this week. We're talking baseball, football, NASCAR. Patricia, what do you think about that NASCAR race? Oh, my gosh, Eddie and Jeff. It was certainly an intense time, an intense race. I call them smash them up, just like those cars you do, you know, those little play cars we used to have when we were little, flipping them over and fire, you name it. It was a lot of action. I I think it was really, it was crazy. Yeah, Expensive wrecks, that's what I call them. Very expensive toys. Hey, Jeff, what about the USFL and your thoughts? Well, Herschel Walker, Trump, the late great Burt Reynolds, they couldn't make it work. Oh, Are they going to make it, be able to make it work this time? I don't know. I look forward to uh, getting the Orlando Renegades back at some point. That's when I'll start to enjoy the USFL. But, you know, there there have been many tries to uh, have an off NFL-type league. And up right, to this point, yeah, nobody's been able to pull it off. I don't know if it's just because of the fact that they can't get the big names because, you know, playing 24-7, 365 is a little too much for those guys. But uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, I always love opportunity, and this gives opportunity to guys who aren't good enough to make it into the NFL a chance to play. And, and you know, as with the the original iteration of this, Three or four of those guys will be good enough where the NFL will take a look at them, and guys that wouldn't have gotten an opportunity will. So we'll see how you it goes. See the difference, the difference in, in this league, and uh, we'll talk about that later in the show, but the difference is, uh, is, is the pay scale. And, you know, you had Herschel Walker, Trump paying him millions of dollars to, to join the uh, New Jersey Generals, and then you had Burt Reynolds. They had Steve. Steve Spurrier, and, and he had one good quarterback, too. All right, guys, we'll be right back after this on Mouthing Off All Over the World. Mouthing Off All Over the World. Mouthing Off All Over the World. We're back with more Mouthing Off All Over the World with Fast Eddie Mansfield and Patricia Summerlin. Oh, mercy, 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 Jeff and Patricia. We got to talk about what we know about trade rumors about Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Jimmy, Jimmy G, as you like to call him, Jeff, and Carson Wentz. Patricia, it's unbelievable uh, uh, that these guys are even on the market, really. <laughs> right, I know. And can you believe the reigning VVP is mentioned on the trade block too? Oh man, that is oh. the stupidest thing. Man. What is going on in Green Bay? They're they bad. don't know, Patricia. That's the problem. Bad management. I tell you what. The only reason why Aaron Rodgers' name is on that list is because of the fact that they have made him unhappy, and he wants out. There is no way Green Bay 
is ready to move on from Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he was a little immature in being upset that they drafted a young guy to to compete for that job behind him, but it, the reality of it is Aaron Rodgers should have seen that he had to come in and sit all those years behind Brett Favre and learn the system, and it worked That's out. That's why he was mad, Jeff. Why? <laughs> yeah, because he, he, you know, he, 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 but Eddie, he doesn't want to be insulted like that. But I, I but mean, Eddie, why why, why would you begrudge why would you begrudge a team for drafting a young quarterback if they've already proven in the past? Because the quarterback they drafted, they wasted it. He needed a wide receiver or somebody to help the offense. They he didn't need a backup quarterback who sucks. And that guy sucks. Yeah, yeah, that's a waste of draft pick. I'll I'll, I'll I'll give you that, but the reality of it is that a franchise like the Green Bay Packers, and you have to give it to them, they're not one of these franchises that makes a run and then goes away for years and years and years and toils. They consistently put a team out there that wins, and you can't begrudge them for thinking about the future. Now, granted, you're right. They didn't oh, have come on. yeah future of what you you're gonna have that 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 jerk Patricia gonna try to fill the boots of Aaron Rodgers and this guy can't even he doesn't even remember the signals hey much less anything else and you're gonna call him a starting quarterback they, in the NFL they Say, that guy is they may they may have they may have missed the mark on this guy you're right you and think? Aaron and Aaron Rodgers should have seen that as an opportunity to get a couple more years out of a team that doesn't mess around I mean yes they've had some they've had some bad luck with it offensive goes, weapons hey, hey Jeff it goes way beyond drafted yeah, like hey listen <laughs> you know that listen to, you know listen that? to me eddie you know how many great let, let's talk about let's talk about matthew stafford right now how yeah how much do you think matthew stafford wishes that he had been drafted by the green bay packers aaron Rodgers was complaining about an offense that wasn't good enough in a year that they made matthew the playoffs stafford. Matthew Stafford, when he was with the Detroit Lions, Patricia, would have gave his first five years of pay to play for the Packers. That's what I'm saying. And Aaron Rodgers, so so I don't wanna I don't wanna sit here and, and lay all the blame at the feet of the Green Bay Packers. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. Green Bay Packers, they did it to Brett Favre. They 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 are legend killers. They did it to uh, Bart Starr. I mean, it, it's, it's, in fun, their, uh, it's funny you say that they're legend killers because they are. those guys are legends because they played with the Green Bay Packers. If Brett Favre had stayed with the Atlanta Falcons or Bart Starr had played for the Detroit Lions, they would not be legends. Yeah, it, it, the word was but, Patricia. Did you hear that? But Well, but, you know what? I'm thankful that Matthew they. Stafford is right where he wants to be, is with the Absolutely. Rams, and rightfully so, and he took my team to the Super Bowl, so yay for that. And now Are Aaron you know Rodgers, he hey. Can quit. He can quit right now, Patricia, and he's the happiest Larry that you ever seen. He's got that, that Super Bowl ring. He's got the that, Super Bowl that, ring, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And I'm so proud of Matthew Stafford because he deserved it. You're talking about a great quarterback that was just wandering out in the desert like Moses for 40 years. And well, well like, you had to get it happens. right after 13. Yeah. I mean, hey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. He, he parted the skyline chilly seas. You know that Russell Wilson, though, you guys, there is a He's chance – 
There, well, yeah, I mean, there's a chance he can go with the Washington Commanders, too. What a time to be a free agent uh, quarterback or a quarterback that's demanding a trade out of a team where you have a Tampa Bay Buccaneers team that is clearly going to be looking for a name to fill the shoes of TB12. I mean, that's a tough hey. pair of shoes to fill. <laughs> and you know who tough they're shoes. looking at and who they're really going after, Patricia? They are hunt on the hunt for Russell Wilson. That can you imagine? Yeah, right. Russell Wilson coming in after Tom Brady. Oh my goodness! They're that, contenders that with proves, Russell Wilson. Yeah, that That's proves. Right. I guarantee you, Patricia and Jeff, it proves that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a franchise that loves to win. Now they got a taste of it with with Tom Brady, and it tastes real good. And so if they if they get that Russell Wilson, oh my goodness, they're gonna go back to the Super Bowl. And it's gonna be the Rams and the Bucks in in the in the in the, the visual play uh, playoffs next year to well, see we'll who see. goes to the yeah. Super Bowl. If yeah. only if Russell Wilson gets there. It, exactly, because right now there's a lot of teams that want him, just like I said, the Washington Commanders. Well they say yeah. they're securing him, so they, we'll see. They they have a they have the makings of a good team in Washington. They've got a great wide re- wide receiver, they've got a good running back, they've got a defense that you know, they've got uh Chase Young who is gonna be the anchor of that defense for years to come. So it it could be a good move for him. I know Eddie doesn't think that, but if I'm the San no. Francisco 49ers, I keep Jimmy Jimmy G for a couple more yeah, years and I draft and I draft yeah. a quarterback. I I uh, figure out a way to trade up in the draft and get a quarterback, although this is the worst year. But you know what? I'll say this. When it comes to quarterback drafts, there have been very few years where everybody says this is a great quarterback year. I mean, we have to look all the way back to the year when Ben Roethlisberger and uh, well, you look back to the year of eight, 1983 where all the legends came out of. Well, I mean, that? we had it. We even more recently we had we had a, a bunch of legends come out in one draft again with Ben Roethlisberger, Eli Manning, and uh, who was the other? There were three of them that came out that same year. Uh, yeah, I can't remember the other guy, but I know I, I know who. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um, I just, I just, uh, you know, my my sports mind is, is anyway. Uh, all all wide. all three of them had had great careers, and uh, so I think I think that you could go, you could just send your scouts out there. The the NFL Combine's happening, by the way. They were they they moved back on the COVID rules, so the kids are going to show up. There was talk of a boycott. It's about time to do that, you yeah. know that, and also. Also, let's talk oh, about, yeah, it has you to. know, who's been a, a real, he's had really only really one good year. He had a so-so year this year. It's Carson Wentz. He's not a winner. He's a guy who seems to be injured more than he is not injured. So I think that uh, <laughs> Indianapolis made a good move getting him and trying to see if a change of scenery would be good for him. But they saw what Philadelphia had seen, and that is that the, it, this yeah. is a guy. This is a Can't guy. Yeah, Can't he just it. he's not the guy to win you a Super Bowl. I mean, really, no. if you look at if you look at Carson Wentz in Philadelphia, he goes down and Nick Foles takes that team and wins a Super Bowl. That means that it wasn't Carson Wentz that made that team good that team was good enough for Nick Foles who by the way I don't even think is in the league anymore was able to to take that team and win the Super Bowl and be the MVP hey I'm going to tell you who you need to watch next year as a quarterback is uh Trevor under under Doug Peterson for everybody listening he's the one who took the Philadelphia Eagles as head coach the Super Bowl with Nick Foles and and I can tell you what he's a quarterback guy and he knows, and Trevor Lawrence is a great, great talent. 
And there's another obvious pick, Hutchinson. He's the top player in the 2022 NFL draft for uh, Jacks, Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. I don't think I don't think the Jaguars, uh, Jeff, will yeah. take a, a, another uh, quarterback. Yeah. I think that they need, they they need to really get them get some wide receivers and guys up front to to block for the guy. If anybody is speaking of Jacksonville going after another quarterback, they're in la la land. They're definitely not going to. What I probably would do if I were them is draft with their first pick in the draft, an offensive lineman. Their second pick in the draft, an offensive lineman. Their third pick in the draft, an offensive lineman. And if they don't do that, what they should do is trade their first pick in the draft for an already seasoned offensive lineman because it doesn't matter if you have the best wide receiver receivers in the world or the best tight end in the world with Trevor Lawrence, if he's getting sacked on every play, it's not going to matter. Derek Carr is another choice for the uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're trying to acquire him. Yeah, we'll see how, we'll see how hey, that works you, out. You know, we got, uh, you know what we got coming up, Patricia? My power player of the week. And my power player of the week is Austin Cedric. Of course, he, he won number one. He just stole it from Bubba Wallace and Chase Briscoe. He was one lap away becoming um, from back-to-back champion on the Xfinity circuit last year. Absolutely. So he lost the race. But, hey, guys, he's a winner today. He proved that, didn't he? And, and by the oh, way, Joey Logano. Well, Joey Logano, number 21. He was number one here in L.A., but, boy, did he fall back, right? Yeah, but you know something? With what, what Austin is a rookie, you know, Jeff and, and Patricia, he will never ever have to win another race because that's kind of like the World or the Super Bowl, the Daytona 500. You know, Tony Stewart was a winningest at Daytona 500, but he never – he won more races in – and all these others, but he never won the Daytona 500. And Tony's this, I'd give up all the other victories for just Daytona 500. Because how important that exactly. race is. Exactly. To, to Austin Cedric did a rebound. That's what yes, they call it, a rebound. So when you Absolutely. lose one, you come back. It's definitely a rebound in racing, All right, and that's absolutely. the biggest race of the year. So, hey, applause for, for Austin Cedric. He was the rookie, number one. Great. And, you know, he took the bumps at the end to just make that finish line. All right, guys. We'll be, wait, wait. All right, guys. We'll be right back after this on Mouthing Off all over the world. Four out of five doctors recommend adding Mouthing Off to your sports diet. Oh. Yeah, we'll be right back. i got to find that fifth doctor. Mouthing Off all over the world. That's right, we are mouthing off all over the world with Fast Eddie Mansfield and Patricia the Superstar, Sunny the California Girl Summerland. Absolutely, Patricia. It's good to I be still with love that intro. You yeah. can just say that all the time, Jeff. I'm good. <laughs> well, we'll give you a recording of it. That way you can sleep with it. How about that? Thank you. Yeah, I'll sleep very well. I can only Absolutely. bring that one out when I'm feeling uber confident because we know that uh, every once in a while I, I 
trip up on your name. I've gotten so much better. I'm at a Sutherland. I'm a, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, long as you, long as you, hey, superstar Kiefer Summerland. Right, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, the great American race, the Daytona 500, and boy, did we see some action on the track. All busted up. Exactly like I was talking, but man, it went over too. I was right. Dang it. A lot of good cars. Denny Hamlin with a spin there. Not sure how much damage. Kyle Busch, 24 of William Byron. They're both going to get swept up in this. Denny Hamlin, Christopher Bell gets into Burton. That's a long slide on the asphalt into the safer barrier, hard for Byron. You just heard, Patricia, that, that all the, the smashes and brashes and, and Jeff who, who, who crashed and, and about the pileup. And, it, you know, Patricia and Jeff, you know, when, when you have a big wreck like that, it really takes its toll on the race. It really does. Yeah, you know, uh, I wonder if any of that had to do with the fact that they went from racing around that little track really slow to being able to open it up wide open again, and uh, somebody got a little too cute. Oh, I know. It started off that way in the beginning. We lost one uh, driver, right? From uh, Wasn't that uh, Cut? Yeah. Well, there was one with, uh, yeah, Yeah. that went sideways. What is it, Brad? Keslowski pushed Harrison and caused the rookie to lose control, I guess, and, the, and he turned sideways. And then Kyle mm-hmm. Busch and William Bryan and Burton's car flipped into the roof before getting hit again. And then he turned and went back on all his tires. And then Ross Chastain, Christopher Bell, and Alex Bowman, he went right yep. into the mess. Crash out of turn four. One car got sideways into the wall, and half a dozen cars are in it, including Joey Logano. Tyler Reddick will be two of the casualties in the left rear uh, is down on Logano's car. High-sided there. All right, that one took out Joey Logano, Tyler Reddick, and Martin Truex Jr., lap 151. Well, I guarantee you that's going to set up, you know, with these type, Patricia is, and Jeff, when you're taking out these top caliber drivers, you know what it does? It, may, it sets up a great finish. To the uh, Daytona 500. Well, I'd say it took know, out half the field, guys. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, you hate to see that, right. you know, but but it, it it is what it is, and and that's racing. As Tony well, what, Stewart, yeah, I was going to say, what NASCAR say, race racing? You know, yeah, what NASCAR race have you been to, and there isn't crashes? Has there ever? Well, that's no, people go to. There's always they crashes. Yeah, they right. love to see wrecks. You know, it's like when you're on the uh, the freeway, you know, you see all these people rubbernecking. You know, if there's a little fender bender. Oh, you know, I hate that. Stop, or someone's yeah, changing their traffic. dang tire and they got to pull over. Uh, yeah, yeah, they want to look. You know, no, it's, it's so just nosy. a mess. Yeah. yeah. People are just nosy. And Which so, creates more accidents on top of accidents. You know, and, and you know, this, this thing, uh, Patricia and Jeff, it sets the, the great finish up. Yeah, and you know something, uh, Stenhouse took him out, and he was leading with with almost seven laps to go. Can you imagine that? 
And, <laughs> and hey, Patricia, think of this. 25 of the fo- over 40 cars crashed. Yeah. That's yeah. over half of the field, Jeff. Exactly. That was, was on the sidelines, you know, watching the race. You know, well, they were in their trailer. <laughs> yeah, they were they were in their trailer getting the plane and getting the hell out of there. But but it's like, you know, so you only got really, you know, twenty something cars to to race. And you know what? What I really loved about the whole Daytona Five Hundred, and and I got some of my my dear friends, uh, uh, Jim Preby and 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 Jim and Dan from Indy. Indianapolis, you know, the home of the, the Colts, and um, they they got a man a front row seat, man, on on the start finish line at the Daytona 500, and they 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 told me that race was just unbelievable, and you know, and I can't believe a rookie won the 500. The more important thing there is that Bubba Wallace, always a bridesmaid, never a bride, comes in his second, second place of the Daytona 500. He was right there, thought he was going to take it, and uh, the Rook was able to come in just a nose ahead of him. That's right. Well, you know, Bubba Bubba Wallace is, is, you know, you know, Patricia, Bubba Wallace is is always the bridesmaid, never the bride. And and so (laughs) So it is what it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so close. It, yeah. Bottom line is, if you're if you're the bridesmaid all the time, it really doesn't matter. Bubba will probably have a decent career, but uh, those guys that never win the big race, they always regret never winning the big race. Uh, you had a story about that, didn't you, Eddie? Yeah. What am I? But you know, when I was producing uh, the the uh, Peabody nominated uh, Kids in Motorsports, we highlighted a, a guy by the name of Eric. Amarillo, and uh, he happens to have a, a great, great NASCAR career, and he's he's raced in eleven Daytona 500s, and this was his last one. And I can remember him when we shot him at uh, a, a, a go kart track, you know. And and I just it's something about him, and they signed him, um, you know, right after that. Um, uh, at, at 16, 17 years old, and that, that's how good he was. And uh, Eric Amarillo is uh, really going to take a break for a little while. Uh, he's going to run a, a so-so schedule with uh, Hendricks. And, you know, he's a, to be driving for, for Hendrick Motorsports, you've got to be pretty damn good. He married Ursay's daughter, who owns the Indianapolis Colts. His daughter told him and said, once you get married, you know, they're the boss. So anyway, <laughs> that, that, and so what, what the boss told him was, you're not going to race anymore. You got a, you got a big time job with the Indianapolis Colts. He's a lot safer and he's going to live a lot longer than, than driving the, uh, uh, an Indy car. And, and I'll, let me tell you a quick story and, and then I'm going to turn it over to, to, to Patricia and Jeff. But I'll never forget, John Andretti told me, the late, great John Andretti, my, my dear friend, John Andretti. I can tell John says, Eddie, you know, in practice, you know, for the Indy 500, you know, there's nobody in the stands and boom, you take off. They, they drop that green flag and you going like 200 miles an hour when you hit the first turn. And then all of a sudden, boom, you're, you're, you, it, it takes guts to drive that fast. 
And then he said, on race day, you're not going to believe this. He said, they dropped that flag, and then all of a sudden, it looks like that turn is like 100 yards away from you because of the people in the stands, right? They fill it up, and it makes the grandstands <laughs> close the track in. And he said, let me tell you something. The first time, my, my first Indy 500, I swear to God, I, I made that first turn at 210 miles an hour with my eyes closed. And I'll never forget that. He said, <laughs> they, they, those fans were, they were like in my lap. And he said, I really didn't know what to do. And that was, I think that was the time he did the, uh, the, the double where he, he wrestled the, uh, he not wrestle. He, 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 <laughs> he, he wrestled the car, right. But, uh, he was driving, he, he did the Indy 500 and then, he did the um, – it was either the four – no, it was a Charlotte 600 at night, remember? Yep. And uh, he was the first one to do that in one day. Wow. And, uh, and that was quite an, a feat with John. And, and you know, we're gonna, we really miss him, and we lost him in 2020. And what a really a good guy, Jeff, and, and Patricia he was. All right, guys, we'll be back after this on Mouthing Off all over the world. All over the world. This is Mouthing Off All Over the World with Fast Eddie Mansfield and Patricia Summerland. The USFL draft, Eddie. Oh, my goodness gracious alive, the USFL. You know, the 35-round inaugural player draft, the historical two-day event took place in Birmingham, Alabama the home to the USFL regular season games in 2022. Patricia, can you give us some of these names and remind all these people of the USFL? Absolutely, I can. How about the Michigan Panthers? Wow. Tampa Bay Bandits, Hmm. Philadelphia Stars, the New Jersey Generals, Houston Gamblers, Birmingham Stallions and Pittsburgh Maulers and New Orleans Breakers. Now we say New Orleans? New Orleans. New Orleans. Orleans. Well, yeah, I'm so Californian. I can't even do that. Sorry, guys. (laughs) New Orleans is New Orleans. New Orleans. How about New Orleans? Like nothing. Nothing. Okay. Got it. I'm I'm excited to I'm excited to see what they can do here. It's a strange situation, you know, that with with them making the decision to kind of play all of their games in the same city. It's right. uh, obviously that is detrimental to uh, fan base. I mean, I, everybody in Birmingham pr- could probably show up and fill that stadium, and I don't think that's going to happen every every game. So. It'll be tough. I, do they have a television deal, Eddie? Yeah, they do. They have one with Fox and one with uh, NBC. Okay, good. And, so uh, they'll be they'll so be on they'll national do, television. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what I think. Fox is covering it. Yeah, yeah. Fox yeah. is going to cover. Uh, I know opening uh, uh, yeah. night. I think uh, either one or two games. I'm not sure. And then they, they'll flip flop from NBC to to uh, to Fox. What they're trying to do is 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 bring that out. You know, uh, ahead of uh, the XFL, and uh, it's go- it's going to be so many uh, leagues that they're going to they're going to really dilute 
everything. Football is kind of going to be diluted in in a lot of ways because people get sick of it, you know, year round. Especially, you know, these are more minor league type guys that 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 may make it or may not make it, but they don't have any real big kind of players yet. They have they've signed, and unlike the USFL before, I mean, you had guys like Jim Kelly. Uh, quarterback in the the Houston Gamblers. You had Herschel Walker uh, with with the Generals, and then you then you had a high profile owners like Trump with the New Jersey Generals. Uh, Trump signed Herschel Walker, gave him a big contract, and got him away from the NFL. And Jeff, you know something? You made something of uh, a statement a, a few shows ago that you still believe that because of this league that the NFL held a grudge against Herschel Walker. And you know something? I really believe you're right. Yeah, you know, uh, the fact of the matter is that was a major coup for Herschel Walker to go over there. Jim Kelly needed a chance to kind of show himself off a little bit. And obviously right. he got he eventually ended up in the NFL and, and did a great job. But uh, Herschel Walker was a unbelievable star in college and he was the next coming and you don't really think of him that much as a an NFL player he was he he's thought of more as a great college player and that's unusual for uh, uh football well i can tell you this if uh, Dallas Cowboys wouldn't have won three Super Bowls, it wasn't for Herschel Walker. I know, but they, he wasn't they on the radio. Him, they, they traded him to the, the Minnesota Vikings for all their number one picks, and they got Troy Aikman, Emmitt Smith, Michael Irwin. I mean, okay, they got the trifecta uh, because of you know, poor Herschel Walker, and they sent him up to no man's land, Patricia, and 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 he was really never heard of. After that, really. That probably goes down as, if not the worst, definitely top five worst trades of all time. And uh... But, you know, Herschel for the USFL put butts in the seats. Yeah. And and and, and the ticket tickets went soaring, Patricia, with the USFL back when they, they signed Herschel Walker. And Trump paid him. It was like five or six million a year. They had great owners like Burt Reynolds with the Tampa Bay Bandits. Can you imagine that? You know, you had Steve Spurrier, the king of Florida, right? People forget that <laughs> Burt Reynolds was a phenomenal college quarterback. Football. Yeah, he was a, a great yeah, football player. I remember Burt. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Bert, in fact, you got those pictures of him in his uniform everywhere. You know they still who his roommate was, don't you? Was it Steve Spurrier? Mm-hmm. No. no different schools. And he and he has been on, on mouthing off many, many times from the ESPN club at Disney. Lee Corso. Oh wow, that's uh, you don't think of wow. Burt Reynolds being as old as Lee Corso? <laughs> well, you know, Sorry, he, Lee, you're well, a great guy. Well, I've, I've met you well, many you know, times. He, well, he died at 84, you know, yeah. or 83. Yeah. He, he's dead. I you know. know. And Smokey and the Bandit. You know, he was a good you know actor. You know, sure. behind, you know the 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 story behind Smokey and the Bandit. They they made that for like three four million dollars. And they and they that they were supposed to lose money, you know. It was no, made. They to certainly lose. didn't. No, they made it's about still... two hundred million. And then right. what they did, they gave Hal Needham too much money to do Smokey and the Bandit too, <laughs> and see, he screwed it up. And so, <laughs> if, if if they'd have gave him the budget they gave him on the first one, he'd have done a job, good job again. But no, he didn't. But Burt Reynolds was was really really good. You know, from gun smoke all the way through, but the smoking the bandits, man, 
him and Sally Field, Jackie Gleason. I mean, uh, Jerry oh, yeah. Reed. I mean, oh, my God. Yeah, if you're a kid Look, listening yeah. to this show and you've never seen Smokey and the Bandit, you should definitely you better go it. look at it. Yeah, That's go, go watch it. Yeah. In the world. It's one for the books, definitely, oh, Eddie. It, yeah. And, you know, some of the stunts and everything they did, you know, that was right up on, on 85 in Jonesboro. In that was Georgia. the real deal. You know, I'm yeah. in Georgia right now and, and on a production. But I can tell you one thing. That, that, that highway, boy, they lit it up. And um, Smoking the Bandit was still one of the greatest movies of all time. And look at the stars. <laughs> Jackie Gleason, boy, oh I can't God. believe you come from my loin. When I get home, yeah. I'm going to punch your mother right in her <laughs> mouth. Wow, right. <laughs> yeah, that was a classic line right there. Hey, Patricia, the lines that Jackie Gleason came out with. Oh, he's one of a he kind, was, he boy. He was a master. You know what? He was, was one of the best. Yeah. yeah he wasn't the scripted. They, no. They, he, they, no. He's, he was never scripted. The Why would you? Was just, I mean, they just they just wind him up and let him go. And 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 Burt Reynolds, uh, I saw a Burt on a, on an on a interview one time about about Jackie Gleason. He said, "Let me tell you something. He used to come up with the wildest stuff that you know we had to cut a lot of it out, Ed, because because it, it was it was like crazy. But but the funny thing is, he said you can't script a guy like him because he's too good. Just tell him what you want, and he'll give it to you. And that's the that's the key." Patricia, when you got talent and you can talk and you can act or you, you or, or whatever, Jeff, let the wind the guy up, let him do his thing, and that's what that's hey, what you'll get. Hey, all you it's directors, just, it's like that monkey playing the tambourine, all, wind all, him up and let him go. All you directors out there, let me give you a hint that will make you very successful. If you hire a comedian to be in your movie, do not give him a script. They are funnier than your writers, guaranteed. Well, absolutely. What you don't want to do is is force a guy to be something he's not. What what you're hiring is a personality of the comedian or yep. or the actor. And what you do is you give them so many lines, but but then then you turn them loose when they need to be themselves. You really turn them loose, and I've, and that's that's well, the that's difference true. in really really directing Patricia and producing. And, and trying to, to show some. But a brilliant actor, Eddie, like all the Brad Pitts and Johnny Depp's, listen, they can play anything. I, I don't believe that. I think, uh, you know, that, that that's not true because there's many good actors that can go. And in fact, I was just watching something on Netflix about Princess Die, her biography. You guys have to check it out. It's excellent. Christian Stewart played Christian, or Princess Die, and she killed it. I mean, it was just amazing how she went into that character yeah i think you're misunderstanding you know? though it's a it's a difference those are actors i'm talking about right. comedians when you hire a comedian oh, comedians, you don't yeah. give them a script yeah. the, no. the the fact the fact of the matter is that when when i've never heard anybody say when they're talking about one of the funniest lines in movie history i've never seen heard anybody say man that was so funny he did that directly as the script said Every yeah. great line, yeah. they say, you know, that wasn't scripted. He said that yeah. right off the cuff. Every funny line in movie history. Well, that's it. You know, that's pretty much true. 
But well, like all the Eddie Murphys and, uh, you know, yeah. Jerry Lewis. Come on. You yeah, got to let the them best. go and do their thing. And, you know, yep. it's like we're negotiating uh, with a movie now with a with a, a great actor by the name of Matthew McConaughey. And oh, um, and so Matthew. we're we're um, we're negotiating with him to uh, uh, play in, in a movie that I wrote. And um, so I'm really excited about that. I've never yeah, heard of him. Is he an up and coming guy? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, I, you know me. I don't work with jabronis. Well, number one, we 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 didn't really get to this, but Major League Baseball. I, I am so mad, Patricia, at at at. Major League Baseball because they postponed the start of Spain, uh, spring training due to labor disputes, and, and that could have a disastrous outcome because of this situation. And and you know something, you got to remember this: MLB is like all professional sports; greed takes over, and ultimately the fans pay the price. And the owners, they don't care. It's all about the money. And am I are you right or wrong, Patricia? That's right. It's a money grab, Eddie. I, you know, it's funny, Eddie. I disagree with that wholeheartedly. I feel like the reality of this is that oh, the o- the o- the owners are the ones that are that are more likely to lose money if it goes on strike, and the the players. Listen to me. What job out there is paying you enough money where you can literally say, "Hey, I want to get paid more, so I'm going to not show up for work and take a year off." And uh, to make you pay me more, it's rare air that those players are breathing. Now, granted, I think they should be paid their market value. And if the market says that a guy should be paid $500 million and an owner wants to pay a guy $500 million, then he should be paid that. But the reality of it is that these owners, if those stadiums don't open for a baseball season, they're going to take the hit. The players. No, they're not. Why well, not? Let me tell you this. Uh, okay. Hey, uh, you don't get paid. You. you don't. You, the, the, right. You know right now that sports is all about the TV money, and they those well, TV contracts got, don't got, get paid if they don't hey, get they, aired. They've got they've got the guaranteed TV money. It's guaranteed. Bottom line is this: they're both greedy, and they're both making a whole lot of money. Uh, uh, the players are making, and this this is hard for me to say. They're making way too much money. Yeah, that's right. what I'm saying. Yeah, but all these guys need to be in spring training to give the fans what they uh, a year yeah. of baseball. It, it's, I'm telling you, if they do not do this, Jeff, it's going to kill baseball. They should. It, it's not. It, it's it's bad. They should ban I, Scott I, Boris. I'm I'm starting that hashtag oh, ban God, Scott like, Boris. Yeah. Here we here <laughs> we go. All right, we'll we'll be we'll be right back after this on mouthing off all over the world. Here we go, guys. It is mouthing off all over the world with Fast Eddie Mansfield and Patricia, sunny to California girl, Summerland. Absolutely. 
Best Daddy's been in a house all night long. And, and, you know, Patricia, we've had one hell of a show. And, I mean, from the Daytona 500 and and to, to talking about Major League Baseball to the USFL's kicking it off party. And that's going to be interesting, the USFL, believe it or not. And this NASCAR season is, is really starting to heat up. It's going to be really, really good. And, and, you know, for all the listeners out there, if you want to see Cedric Austin, he's appearing at the Wise Power 400 at the Auto Club Speedway in Fontana, California. So check him out. Look at your local listings there to go and watch him race again. You might be lucky. You can do yeah, another redown, as they it's say. Going to be, yeah, that's going to be a road course race, Jeff. And, and you know, Fontana. Yeah, yeah it's old school. Yeah, I, I, I've been there a lot. Absolutely. And uh, it's an old, it's, it's, you know, it's a road course race. And uh, that's where road course was really big is in California. And, but I, I love talking, you know, about spring training heating up and, and the heat's getting on the owners and the players for not showing up. And the fans are going to be really, really irritated. And there's a lot of guys, it's going to be a lot of no shows if they're not careful. And that's that's the sad thing, Jeff. Of 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 anything uh, that when when all these guys are making this kind of money, just go and play the game. You're not going to lose money because you'll get your money back. Negotiate and play. That's I agree. Negotiate and play. Yeah, you play absolutely, and 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 you should because Patricia. The the bottom line is is hurts the fans and it hurts the image of the game and that's what it's all about that's how come they have the the hall of fame in cooperstown for all the guys who loved the game and were great enough to be inducted in into the hall of fame and i'm not saying that every damn one of them is is great you know what i mean human being because you got bad human beings in in every sport doesn't matter and in life Well, thanks, fans, and we'll see you next week right here on Mouth and Off.